You were actually supposed to be here a couple shows ago. Yes. What happened? I accidentally got uh, invited to a lady's pool. Well, this is better than I thought. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Keep the emails coming at drafterdark at gmail.com and the voice messages 818-253-1693. We love answering all that. We've got piles of emails here today. More importantly, I've got my guest, Hans Kim. Hans, welcome. Thank you for having yeah. me. An another Kill Tony world. We were <laughs> sort of been exposed to that entire world in the last couple of weeks. Tony was here and told his life story, and I was literally riveted. It was so fascinating. Do you know his story with organized crime and no. second families and all kinds <laughs> of crazy shit? I know his mom is in the mob or something. Mom ran numbers for the mob, yes, <laughs> because his biological dad... He was this sort of second family for this mobster. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was fantastic. No he's so mean. Is, is he mean? <laughs> he's the like king of sting. Is he mean to you or just to the people that he's roasting? Both. Both mean to you also. Yeah. Uh, and now you're, you're uh, touring with Rogan, is that right? Yes. That must be fun. Yeah, I love it. He's such a force of nature. Yeah. I'm just happy to be in his where'd, wake. Where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in uh, Seattle mostly from mm. 7 to 18. And we're before seven. Uh, New Jersey, I was born in yeah. New Jersey. In what part? New Brunswick, Rutgers. Rutgers, right. I just feel like we just talked to somebody from New Brunswick. That's why I was thinking. And then after Seattle, go to college somewhere? Or? Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia Tech. Nice. And then after That's I... That's a natural pro progression from <laughs> Seattle to Georgia Tech. How'd that happen? I was a rebellious child and I wanted to spend my money, my parents' money, getting away from them. But... But Georgia Tech's sort of an engineering school, right? Yes. So you didn't flee too far from their web, <laughs> I, yeah. right? I, mean, I was still stuck under the mathematical I, tyranny. Right, which is, which is uh, uh, sexist and, uh, yeah. and ableist and racist and all kinds <laughs> of things, right? Yeah, hmm. math, facts are, facts are racist. Right, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and so Georgia, what did you study? Mechanical engineering. Of course, naturally. Yeah. And uh, so after your parents killed themselves when you decided to go into comedy, <laughs> so how did that all happen? Uh, well, I failed out of uh, every job that I had. I had like an internship and a job. And then I in, went... In engineering? Yeah. Mm. And then I went back to my parents. Wait, so wait, hold slow down. So the failing at the jobs because you just weren't into it? Yeah. You I just was, hated it. Yeah, I was like a lazy, lazy student, lazy worker. Mm. And uh, I got into an argument with my boss. They were like, this, About what? Over what? This uh, classification system should have three digits. And I said, Actually, it should have four. And then I was just like adamant about that and kind of disrespectful. And then they just fired me. By disrespectful, you said, Hey, fuck face. Or <laughs> <laughs> just like, I think technically you're wrong logically, which is racist. We meant facts are racist, yeah. right? And so that's sort of shitty, though. I would think a great manager would go, "Really? Tell me why? What's your make your case?" And yeah, I think he was just uh, knew he was insecure, mm. and it was like a startup company, and it was like a, a lot of alpha energy. Uh. But yeah, I mean, it was like I wasn't performing very well to begin with, anyways. Oh, well, so. it's a good time to have your own assertion of opinion. Yeah, when you're, when you're already a shitty employee, <laughs> that's when you take your stand, right? <laughs> yeah. And but that was your only. That, that's not your only failure, though. You had multiple. I was at an internship, and they just didn't give me any work. They just looked at me and how I Isn't was. Isn't that what an internship asleep. is? Yeah. Isn't that sort of how that works? You just get it on your resume and exactly. move on? Yeah, they just gave me a little title that I could put on my resume. But you got, again, indignant and wanted work, and yeah. got, got in the face of your boss a little bit? No, I just, I just took it. The next guy that was in after me got a lot of work, so I know it was just me. It was you. Yeah. <laughs> they figured this guy got it. Yeah. So now you go home to Seattle. Are your yeah. parents engineers? or My dad's a mathematician for Microsoft mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. research department. Mm -hmm. And my mom is like a tutor. She's really good at math, but she like teaches high school kids. Okay. You have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I got two younger sisters. Mm -hmm. They're they're successful. They're good Asians. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, you're a Korean? Is yes. Kim? Yeah. 
And um, yeah, Korean parents are known for being flexible and <laughs> understanding, open-minded, you know, open-minded, whatever your career choices really gives might you a be. Second chance. <laughs> uh, so you went home with that in mind. Yeah, with a couple failures under your belt. And how'd, then, how'd you do in school? I got a three point seven GPA in high school, and then a two point six in college. Oops. <laughs> yeah, a whole point, a twenty five percent decrease. Again, they're happy. Yeah, <laughs> they're thrilled at my progression. Right. And so you go home, and they're like, oh, we've thought about it. We figured this was coming since college. Oh, yeah, and I was arrested for shoplifting in oh, college. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. was suspended for a so semester. So again, these, the people you went to sp- speak to in Seattle were not your biological parents because they were dead, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they killed themselves. Me. They jumped off of the they space com- tower, the space <laughs> yeah. needle. They committed harikari. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Japanese, are you, yeah. are you, how racist are you? <laughs> That's my bread and butter. <laughs> So, so go ahead. So now you go home and talk to these whoever these people are now that certainly don't know you. But yeah, I'm a ahead. wild animal. Mm-hmm. And I started going out late to comedy shows. But, but what back. did you what did you say to your parents though? I just didn't tell them anything. You just came home. Yeah, and they caught me with a bag of weed, which was it was this was back in the day. This was before it was legal in mm-hmm. Seattle, and so they were like, "What? I'm so, you have a bag of weed? This is like heroin." This uh, is like heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And yeah, they thought I was on the wrong track. I was coming back home at midnight. Why would they think you were on the wrong track? <laughs> <laughs> just because I got bad grades and because I have heavily into drugs. And failed at multiple things. <laughs> yeah. Except for that. <laughs> What's wrong with them? They are Basically. not open-minded, were they? So, okay. <laughs> then I come back home at midnight every night and they're like worried. They're like, you're doing drugs again. You're doing, you know, prostitution or whatever. You're prostituting yourself. Yeah, or so others. You're, you're, you're doing prostitution. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that you were frequenting prostitutes, that you were doing prostitution. Yeah, they were. They, had, had they caught you in that before? <laughs> no. No, This is a new thought. Yet. Yeah. This, so so they, very... they, they wanted to like prepare themselves for the worst possible. Yeah. This was their, they're going all the way to the mat now. <laughs> yeah, and then for uh, compared to that, comedy is like basically a, an office oh, job. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, people often say, you know, it's like when you get uh, like uh, some sort of... Um, something your parents don't want to hear just come home and tell them you have AIDS just kidding <laughs> and then it all seems better right? yeah okay so but, you're not going to be a prostitute you're going to go do comedy yeah and then they're like and, fine I, I can't believe they actually uttered a sigh of relief yeah. the idea of you heading out into the comedy uh, world I was a pretty bad kid I was a bad Korean KGB mm. Korean's gone bad hmm could be your website yeah that's a David Cho yeah uh, it's his organization that I hope to petition to be in. Nice. Is it? Is there like a entrance exam or, or yeah. rituals you have to go through? Yeah, you gotta make your parents commit suicide. Uh, you you got you got a head start. <laughs> and do you have to just consume a whole shit ton of weed or something? Yeah. Or, you, again, you're you're on your way, man. You're, you're you're there. I have to marry a white woman. Oh well. Are you into that? Is that yeah, is that work? Of course. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> and so so your so your family's dead. Um so so you go out to comedy circuit. Yeah. And what were you doing out to midnight, by the way? Just open mics. Oh you the, the so that whole time when they thought you were prostituting, you you were, but you're doing it on the stage. Yeah, the with my mic. emotions and my brain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just going in front of audiences. How did you first come to comedy? Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, I listened to his podcast and he was like, this is a meritocracy. The harder you work, the better you get rewarded. Podcasting. Yeah. I've been listening to his podcast. But he wasn't talking about comedy. He was talking about podcasting. Oh, <laughs> well, he was talking about uh, both. like Everything. Yeah. Okay. And so you thought, huh, I guess I could do comedy then? Yeah. You've never been funny before? <laughs> I was sort of, I was like the class con. I was more okay. like a rebellious. So, all right. So you had an interest in entertaining and laughing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so... And so you're you're a classic comedian, an antisocial comedian, which is yeah. like where a lot of com- comedic instincts come from. <laughs> so good for you. Pay, you know, Thank you. Old, see something old school. wasn't no, right. no Korean old school, but just sort of <laughs> Lenny American, Bruce old Lenny school. Lenny Bruce old school. <laughs> and, and so you, where did you first go? The Comedy Underground, which is no more in Seattle. And had you prepared a set? I had something planned out. Uh, I went. I watched. I didn't get to sign up. And then the next time I went up. At a at another club, mm. and How'd and I did all right. My timing was weird. My jokes were misogynistic. So timing weird. Right I guess I can never imagine that for him. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> misogynistic and sexist. Again, yeah. 
really just wow, <laughs> what an outlying experience. Okay. And then how did you, and the whole time you're thinking, Joe thinks I can do this. <laughs> no, I, uh, I hoped that he would never see me or hear from me because I thought I wasn't ready for the big time. Right. So I was just plowing my craft, just trying yeah. to get better and listening to his podcast. How did, how did you, I mean, there's no like uh, Coursera for comedy. What did you do? Just kept going up at open mics. But had, was there somebody advising you, or did you did no. you go listen to other people interview about comedy? Or yeah, I mean, ideas? podcasts were very helpful. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, did you have a certain approach to what you were doing? Uh, yeah, I just put in a lot of work. Uh, the first time I did comedy, I listened to Joe Rogan's whole special and then wrote down every word that he said on there, uh, which didn't help. But it's just like a. Sh <laughs> It's just cheat, a cheat. show of dedication. Right. So you actually were a good Korean after all. Yeah, just so, in the wrong direction. So, well, I don't know. It turned to work out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, luckily. But, and so you got better. Yeah. And then you got good, uh -huh. imagining. And then how did that, how did Joe come to that, to you? Uh, well, I, the pandemic happened. I was living in New York and I was on a road trip to Miami. The pandemic hit and I was like, I can't go back to New York. New York was like, Closing it was the worst down. place yeah, for that. shutting down. So I was on the road. I lived in a van, so I had no uh, nothing tying me down. So I just went all over the country. Uh, and then I heard about the experience in Austin, about this independent, you know, free from all the industry and the agents and just for comedy. All we need is an audience. And Joe Rogan, the biggest comedian, biggest podcaster is there. And then one of my favorite shows, Kill Tony, is there, which gives uh, up-and-coming comedians a chance. Uh, in front of a bigger audience, so I was like, "This, I'm, let me go check it out." I've already been to L.A. Did you, were was, you found by Kill Tony? Yes, that's how you were found. Yeah. So you went up. They pulled your name out of the hat. Yeah. And instead of them giving you shit, they liked you. Yeah. And then Tony said something. He said the word. Uh, oh, is that you? <laughs> no. He said it to someone else. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm familiar with that whole episode. Yeah. And had that happened before or after you? That happened before. And, and so then, when you, did you start talking about that when you came up? Yeah, and then Perfect. he was like, hey, uh, I said this thing about Asians, if you want to come back next episode and sing the national anthem to sort of, <laughs> <laughs> sort of uh, ease the transition. Right. And heal I was like, pain. sure, yeah. Heal the, the uh, misery. I'm uh, ready to stand up for comedy. You know, comedy is more important than hurt feelings or okay. whatever. And? It's a comedy club. Uh, and then uh, I sang the national anthem, and then I did a set the next week, and then they were like, we want you to be the regular. And uh, that was a dream come true for me. You I've been a been fan like, of the show. You must have been, that must have been surreal. Yeah. <laughs> I was it's, like, like, it's like you did a walk on on, on uh, Seinfeld or something in the 90s, yeah. and they went, you got, you got it. You're going to be part of this cast. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah, that was amazing. Did you call your parents immediately? No. Would they have appreciated it? Had you <laughs> no. called? Would they have any fucking idea what you were talking no. about? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they don't even have YouTube yet. Do they something. understand what you? So so you went from so it kept going, and then how did Joe get involved with you? Well, I actually had sex with a stripper inside of a broom closet, and then Greg Fitzsimmons told Joe Rogan on the podcast that I had sex with a stripper in a broom closet. Did you do it so Greg would say it on? I, no. I, why did you do it? I love sex. So it's just, it just, and, and how did you get the stripper to, did you pay her? Oh, there was a, like a segment on the show where. I killed Tony. Yeah, where people would come up and kiss me. Because I'm like a, you know, like a nerdy sort of soft little boy. What? So <laughs> it's like funny that people were kissing me. Right. And then afterwards. Men and women? Just women. You are so fucking sexist. Man. <laughs> yeah, I really racist, sexist, misogynist. It's I really uh, hate men. Born for, <laughs> born for comedy. So, uh, all right. So, and then what? Stripper showed up and said, "Let's, let's go in the closet." Yeah, we we hit it off. She had a date. Her date. They were like, "We want him to watch." I was like, eh. <laughs> I was <laughs> a little I was a little misandrist. Uh, you hate men. Yeah, especially in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Not your thing. Yeah. Stay out of the bedroom. Um, and then I went into the green room and they were like, Hans, why do you look so weird? And I was like, oh, I just had sex in the green room. And then Greg Fitzsimmons was like, that is the comedy that I have grown to love. 
this is the energy that we we love so much. Okay. Crazy sex. And so he mentions it, and Joe and Joe puts you on the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were other things that were part part of the reason why the the, the fact that you were on Kill Tony and <laughs> yeah. performing well. And Tony vouched for me. Okay. How long have you been doing it all for now? Uh, for co- for comedy or how long have you been doing the Joe? Yeah, the Joe group. Uh, about a almost a year now. Are you liking it still as much as ever? Yeah. Are you still doing the same application of your Korean heritage to the process of comedy? Yeah. We yeah. study the shit out of it. <laughs> Are, would would you would people be surprised to know how much you study and think about it? Um, I'd hope so. How much? Tell me, like, on an average day, are you? Do you have a, a process? Yeah. What? Uh, well, you obviously, don't get up very early. No, I. We'll I talk about that in a second. A little late. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but go ahead. When you do get up, yeah, I get up at around noon or two. Yeah. Uh, and then I try to write two thousand words every day. It's about an hour. Uh, of comedy or is that, are you writing something else just diary comedy anything that'll come out i just try to hit that mark are you always a writer or is it the writing just come as part of the discipline of doing the comedy uh i think the writing helps the comedy but the writing is like a completely different art form than the comedy i think that they're not necessarily the same thing but i think they help each other yeah. and then so you write for a couple hours then and then i'm always just thinking about it and writing things down in my notes and ruining interpersonal relationships for the joke Right, for the, so you can then talk about it. Yeah, beautiful. And are you like Joan Rivers, where you have like a file cabinet with with cards and stuff? <laughs> I have a spreadsheet. Spreadsheets. Uh, you do my, all on the computer. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm old school with a, with a <laughs> yeah. file cabinet, like a like a library cards. Yeah. Um, if we were to call your parents, would they be uh, pleased, or would they be like, "Oh shit, he's calling us"? I think they'd be pleased. It's been about a month or two since Should I we called. call them. Yeah, sure. You want to call them? Yeah. I think it would be interesting if we talked to them. <laughs> would they be open to an interview from me? Yeah. You could just do it on my phone. Okay, let me look okay. up their number. I'll call you my mom. You don't know your parents' number? No. <laughs> it's all on, on the computer. Right, again, you just click a button. Yeah. Uh, here's the number. Okay. You're, you're sort of, it kind of, it concerns me a little bit because you're dangerous interpersonally. I don't want to completely fuck up your relationship with your parents. <laughs> uh, it can't uh, get any worse. Okay, that, that, that soothes me a little bit. Um, do you want to speak first to them? Sure. And introduce me? Okay, uh, here we go. So the, they can hear me now? Mm-hmm. They will, and you'll hear them too. Okay. What's your mom's name? Jonga. It's Come the on. same number. Say it so I can say her name. Jonga. Your call has been forwarded uh. to an automated damn <laughs> should she we call sounds, her from she my she sounds phone? like a game where you pull woods wood sticks out from a pile <laughs> jenga jenga <laughs> yeah. is it like that but just jenga yeah. jenga okay, okay yeah first time anybody's ever said that her name is jenga it should sounds like jenga no one ever says that <laughs> no <laughs> all right now the other person uh i need to call is my wife because i was going to tell her that we were going to talk to her yeah and uh, we're going to get off, take the heat off you for a second. The reason we have to talk to her is um, I brought up on the show recently her farts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, have you ever ruined a relationship talking about farts? <laughs> no, not yet. Fart, you don't seem like a fart humor guy. <laughs> no. I, uh, I usually hold it in. Are they funny? Farts to you? Uh, yeah, yeah. How about women farting? No. Not funny. No, Not into it. I'm sexist. I know that. But can we can we get you through a conversation about it? Yeah. All right, we'll do it. Okay, here okay. we go. You're, you sound kind of excited. You, you're, <laughs> you're, you're courageous. You're adventuresome. Yeah. You like new things. All right, good. Hello. Hi, honey. Hi, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Hans Kim is my guest. Hello. There's Hans. Hello, Hans. Nice uh, voice. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he um, he's a gentleman that was uh, going rapidly down a path to mechanical engineering and uh, diverted into comedy, and his parents killed themse- <laughs> killed themselves. So, so it's it's a whole what? sad story. No, relax. I'll tell you about it when I get home. <laughs> so anyway, the reason I called. No, no don't worry. They're alive. He, he, by the way, uh, Hans is sexist and racist, so be very careful what you say. And, and, I, and the, the reason I'm calling you is we had talked a couple shows ago about your morning farts. 
Uh, and yeah. yeah, and you know, it's an interesting thing. One of the things I've noticed, Hans, that uh, the humor around farts is mostly <laughs> mostly white men. Mm. Like any other ethnicity, not so into it, <laughs> and, and some and some ethnicities not into it. Any, not into it. Come on, man. No one's actually fucking into it. Y'all are playing games. You're into it? No, I said none of y'all actually are, man. Nah, dude. Farts are good. Nah, man. Farts are funny. No. Suck. We got three white dudes here, and all the three white dudes got. No, I, I she, she actually makes my day. She, I actually I, I like laughing in the morning. Nah, it, it, but that's different, man. You like them in your face, remember? N- yeah, I said I, <laughs> no, I said I would take it in my face. Yeah, I don't really like it. <laughs> I said I love my wife. She can do anything. So yeah, she can do anything she wants. Exactly. Um, but she she um, has quite a symphony in the morning, and it makes me, it brings me it's joy. It's like an alarm clock in the morning because <laughs> he sleeps in lo- later than me, so it's like an alarm clock. Yeah, it's it's my morning. It's wake up call. Yeah, and so he's like, uh, it's like a warm If it doesn't happen. Yeah, and, and, but what what I find most extraordinary <laughs> about it is that it runs from like a musical instrument, like literally, like somebody. Brr, brr, <laughs> on one end of the spectrum and the other is like a 75 year old alcoholic obese alcoholic <laughs> let loose in my bathroom and yeah. then I find duck. that I find sometimes even, it sounds like a duck and the duck in the middle the duck gets out in the middle but the, the 75 or 85 year old obese dude cracks my shit up because I'm usually standing up when that happens oh I didn't know that thank you for sharing that's how it, it comes yeah. out that's yeah. good well that's the comes she, out faster yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> squeezing any questions for her about it? Well, usually it just falls out it, it's not it's no pressure it just happens Han, Han's not into the fart humor because he's he's a Korean gentleman and uh, oh he is oh but, okay. but but he's but he's very adventuresome he'll yeah. go anywhere I'd love uh, to explore this world. Yes. And so I wonder if you have any questions. <laughs> I wonder if you have any questions for, for Susan. Susan's my wife. We're going to call Susan. his parents too. Don't worry. I'm going <laughs> to ask them why they haven't killed themselves. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So Susan, is this like your body just getting ready in the morning? Is there like a certain diet that you have before you go to bed that you think like changes the symphony? I actually read somewhere that it's healthy for you to fart in the morning because, mm. you know, when you sleep, it kind of accumulates. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you wake up and you sit on the toilet, it just automatically comes out. I don't fart all day. I don't and, have And, a and it doesn't that. push the brown out, Tom and Christina, but keep going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the other... but, it, but there is a lot of pressure in the morning, and sometimes it's louder than other times. And it's... It, it might be my diet. Like if I eat a lot of junk Hans, food it's always good. on an airplane <laughs> the day before, it, I think it's more of a grandpa, definitely. Sometimes mm. she'll do all three in one morning. <laughs> That's <laughs> a grand slam. It is. It's a trifecta. It's, it's, uh, I know it's going to be a good day after that. Yeah. 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 This and, is what and of course, she, this is what has kept us together for. And of course, years, she doesn't like. So. She doesn't have the same appreciation for it that I do. Mm-hmm. She's always hiding it. Always upset about it. I'm like I'm laughing out loud. I'm having this great joyous experience, and she's like, "Oh, I guess." So, I'll Drew, it. was it as regular of an occurrence early in our relationship, or did it get? I I feel like it happened more with old age. Yes, I, you're okay, right. I'm I feel like old. I feel like I'm we're, not that old, but I, I'm I'm going to say older age. I feel like we're a lot closer <laughs> now. Yes, we are much closer because of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's the farts that bring you together. Was yes. It, was it after fifty? Oh, look at that. See what she that's a reference, guys. That's what you call a callback. She said it started after fifty. Hell yeah, Susan. I think I think you're on to something. So, so anal pushes the farts out. Well, or it 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 doesn't put it doesn't push the farts out, it creates the circumstances for joyous production. Joy, joyous quality to the farts. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, awesome. I think, I think I I think when I was pregnant too, I might have farted a lot more, right? I don't. I, had I don't remember. In my uterus, so I don't remember like, you, you, but you. I always hid it from me, and see, I always, I was offended. Yeah. By it. I, was always, <laughs> I always thought it was just keeping me from my true source of happiness. Well, also when we moved into the new house, you can hear better since you know my bathroom's right next to the yeah, bedroom. I suppose that's true. And I can hear you too, by the way. Oh. I'm not the only one who farts in the morning. So I don't so bring you joy. I, can hear you. I don't. It does not. Does not. Does not spark joy for you. Yours aren't that fun. They're just <laughs> and that's it. I mean, 
you know. Okay. It does not spark level. joy, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> noticing. So Hans has loaded up with some questions here. I can feel them coming. Go ahead. So do you think, okay. it's, do you think it's because uh, Dr. Drew uh, maybe doesn't have, like, the biggest butt? And so the butt yeah, cheeks... Right. He has a really flat ass. He's really tight. <laughs> and he's never put anything in there. Oh, so he's She sounds a, like she's complaining. He's a gold star heterosexual. <laughs> yes. It's it's a, a virgin, I think, as far as I know, anyway. So. <laughs> he's, you haven't had a brown lollipop? Yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, she is not. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Hans. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to know? You don't have a brown ring on your pinky? No. Uh, (laughs) No. But thank you for limiting it to the pinky. I appreciate that. My nails are way too long for Mm -hmm. that. Some people still into that too. Who knows? It's fishing it out. (laughs) So do you you think like farts are funny because we're used to noises coming out of mouths and then to imagine a butt trying to make a noise, it's like it's trying to communicate with us using sound. So it's like, oh, the butt... (laughs) The butt is talking, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny because when it happens, sometimes it surprises you and you didn't know it was coming. So it just kind of sounds funny and it makes you laugh. Like, oops, you know. Yeah. Huh. yeah she has started laughing oh. at it too. I mean, I can't plant, I can't fart on command. Like, like I wish I could, but. But it you know you can you can exactly. develop people's comedic in, you know sort of sensibilities. Yeah, I've improved hers. <laughs> so you could come out. Yeah, it comes out your butt, and then it comes out your mouth as a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it comes yeah. out both sides. Yeah, it's good. It's a nervous good. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, honey. Well, thank you for uh, participating here. Um, see you in a while. Thanks. Love okay. You. Right. Love you. Bye. Bye, Hans. Bye. Bye, boys. Nice to meet you. See, that's a good wife. Now, what's really funny is she's this perfect specimen. And having her, this specimen, now like a 70-year-old male, it's ridiculous. It's a, she also gets allergies. I find that ridiculous. She's <laughs> such a perfect specimen yeah. that it's like, you shouldn't have allergies. And you shouldn't sound like a 75-year-old obese male alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's, uh, that juxtaposition for me is what I find so fucking funny. Yeah. But one of the things I find funny, the actuality of the sound is funny too. Is, is <laughs> back, way back in, in the day, I did a radio show with a just a... A one-hit wonder band called Dogfish, if I remember right. And it was a bunch of young, you know, jacked-up, nineteen-year-olds, uh-huh. and they were on the show. They were very funny, and they said, uh, you know, why could people? Why do people not find farts funny? They they come out of your ass, they sound funny, and they smell funny. What is not funny about that? <laughs> yeah. And you kind of were zeroing in on that. It's yeah. it's your ass trying to communicate with you. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're it's right. It's like an alien. It's like an alien. Okay, so. <laughs> So, so you're saying if aliens came here, they talk out of their asshole? <laughs> yeah. that, you should do cartoons. <laughs> so let's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I haven't finished my. Well, I want to do some emails and voice messages. We got to help people, right? That's yeah. part of the show's about. So you're going to help me help people. Oh yeah. But before we do, um, you were actually supposed to be here a couple shows ago. Yes. What happened? I accidentally got uh, invited to a ladies' pool. Well, this is better than I thought. So, are you making this up? No, no, this happened last so, two nights ago. Two nights ago was Monday night. Somebody went two nights ago. Two, uh, yeah, Monday night. Monday night. Today, Wednesday. What's today? Today's uh-huh. Wednesday. Okay, so Monday night. Yeah. You you done no stand up that night or had I you? did kill Tony on Monday. Oh, you did kill Tony. Okay, yeah. and somebody took a liking to you. Uh, is a person that I met way long ago. She, I, we met at Kill Tony. Got it. And uh, I went home. The Kill Tony ended. I went home, and I was about to wind down for the night, get ready for the next day. And then this lady uh, calls me and says, hey, we haven't hung out in a while. And I was like, no, we haven't. And uh, Did you use that voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to convey my intentions. Um, so she uh she invited me and turns out she lives 30 minutes away but you know it's not a big deal i have a hybrid vehicle now yeah so i drove 30 minutes and then we she had two great danes uh very large dogs one took a shit in front of me nice disturbing just to show you (laughs) yeah he outflipped me Uh, and then we went swimming i i touched her uh buttock 
area uh, consensually. Did you have to ask for permission? No, I just sort of like, oh, I'm about to fall into the water. Let me hold on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, a floaty? <laughs> no, no, it's your ass. Okay. <laughs> and uh, then we danced a little bit. We got kicked out of the pool. Oh, you were in somebody else's pool? We, it was her apartment complex. Uh, I see. Too yeah. late for that. I yeah. see. Yeah. It was like 2 a.m. Okay. And then we went back. I uh, We danced together. We kissed a little bit. And then I was like, I got to go. And then I um, I picked her up. And uh, and then we kissed some more. And then we hugged about five times. And then I left. Um, he's not what you call a closer, is he? <laughs> <laughs> not, not closing the deal. Invited over to whatever and didn't quite... Didn't no. quite close the deal, but same guy has sex with a stripper in the broom closet. You're <laughs> yeah. right. You got range. So, I just take what nature gives me. Right. Yeah. It's, yes, I understand. Well, I think you've even bettered it. Uh, so, so nature gave you this young lady. Your sense was she was not that into it. Not no. Really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good. You were a gentleman, and yeah, we I, hugged it out. Hugged it out. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I came home. I was so high off of you know touching butts mm. that I forgot to set an alarm. I mm. forgot that I had a life the next day and then I sort of woke up and it was way too late. Did you call her again? Have you seen her since? Yeah, we've been texting. Okay, so you're going to go date her again? I hope so, yeah. Okay, does she know that? Uh, I hope so. I'm not just going to show up. It's been th- essentially three days since you've seen her. Do you know uh-huh. how long that is in women years? It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah, she you might have to- forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> You got to you got to make the next date. Yeah. To three caller. Sure. <laughs> Even no, Nadav is saying no. Nah, man. Why are you trying to kill this man's yeah. game? You're I, him this up. is what he You're does. He does. Up, dude. She don't want to talk to Doctor Trudy. <laughs> well, I'm sure she would love to talk to talk to people. Okay, I I I'm gonna you guys. I'm gonna help him. Okay, I'm gonna help him. I'm gonna help you. Thank you. Okay, with with the top number. Yeah, they're all the same. Why does she, now she has an LA number? Right? Yeah, she used to live in LA. All right, but she's from Austin. Okay, you you we got to get. What do we do? We have to get permission from her, right? What do we do here? Yeah, maybe we don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm is, gonna help Hans. Is Texas a two consent state? Probably. We I wouldn't want to bum rush her with that, but. Well, yeah, because I mean, it, you're gonna have to start out with like, "Hey, you're on the podcast." Yeah, also, I'm yeah. Dr. Drew. Also, yeah. I'd like to ask why you didn't have sex with Hans. No, 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna help Hans. So, so here we go. You, you talk first. Okay. And tell her we're doing a podcast. My. <laughs> oh, nobody, nobody picks up the phone when you're calling. <laughs> I mean, it's your number. Oh, that's right. It's my number. Oh, it's because unknown number. Yeah. Shit. That's why people aren't picking up. Damn it. <laughs> well, we can just put your phone in this. Oh. Hold on. There she is. Hi, Jekka. This hey. is Hans. You're on a podcast. Oh fuck. I'm here with uh, I'm here with Doctor Drew, and uh. I think he had a couple questions about our late night tryst. No, 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 no. I, I told you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jekka, but I said he told me how much he really enjoyed hanging out with you, and I said, "Why haven't you set another date with her?" Right? Well, if you want to call it a date. Well, whatever. I mean, why doesn't he, I? I thought. And by the way, you're on a podcast. If if anything is uncomfortable, please tell us. This is not to bum rush you at all, but. I just literally, <laughs> I literally just, we were talking about, it. he was saying he'd had a great time and he wanted to see you again. I said, well, then three, why don't you make another date? Right? Yeah, you got to call. You, you got to what? You have to call, you know? Right. And, but am I wrong? He should be doing that, right? Yes. Okay. See? <laughs> you see? I told him that we were texting. <laughs> Barely. You see? I, the Hans... Hans needs Hans like is, Hans is just kind of like in his own world. <laughs> he needs a coach. <laughs> no, That's called Asia. 
Yeah, he's no. I've lived in Southeast Asia actually, and I lived there for two years. So. Well, they don't even have phones there. So it's not even representative of his culture. It's just purely Hans. <laughs> it's just exactly purely Hans. Okay, That's Hans that. is. I love Hans, so I'm guessing you do too. And so, I, I he just needs a little coaching because uh, he he's he needs like to so to see your point of view. Like, because I, I was telling him, I'm like, no, when somebody. You know, you have any time with somebody, they they want to know also that you had a good time. And the way you indicate that is by, hey, let's go out next Friday. Let's set a date. Would you like to go on a date with me next Monday? <laughs> next Monday? Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, it's what time? You have, you have uh, killed Tony on Monday. Yeah. So it'd have to be late, like midnight or something. <laughs> That's not how you do this. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was last time. I know. That's not how you do this. Like, oh my it god! Was Monday at like one a.m. No, no, Jack. I'm I've got your back, honey. This is this is this is. You have to ask her for dinner. Maybe Sunday night. Sunday night. Sure. See. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's actually really happy. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm happy. I could help you. And Jacka, thank you for coming on here. I look forward to meeting you one day. Um, I plan to hang out with the Kill Tony guys more. So, <laughs> so now that I've gotten to know all of them. Uh, so, Jekka, okay, we're going to let you go. Dinner on Sunday. Uh, when Hans leaves here in about 45 minutes, he's going to call you and tell you where he's taking you and what time, okay? All right. See you uh, Sunday, Hans. See okay. you, Jekka. Beautiful. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Seriously, that was? Thank you, Dr. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you just got me laid. Uh, yes. Yes, I believe I did. And she sounds great. Yeah. She's a very sultry, beautiful woman. Well, you got to be able to do this on your own, man. I'm not going to be here all the time for you. I like that. I think this phone is done. Uh, oh, I feel so good about this. We really helped somebody today. Yeah, good job, guys. Let's, yeah. uh, let's continue the help train. Maybe some yeah. emails. Yeah. All right. We'll do the show. <laughs> what you're talking about is actually do the show. Okay. What you says. And also, congratulations, Hans. Thank you, yeah, man. But you better fucking call her when you leave here. I will. Because it'll make me look bad. <laughs> and now I'll be like your parents. And probably just because you see me as your parents, you won't do this now, right? <laughs> Don't think of me as your parents. I'll send you pictures. Whatever. Uh, when I was a child, my foreskin would not retract when I was right. Did we do this one already? Uh, after the mic could retract my foreskin when flaccid, but now when I get erections, the foreskin won't retract at all. I'm still a virgin. I'm wondering would it hurt to have sex right now with this condition. What do you think? You ever heard of a phimosis? No. Gentlemen, show us a phimosis. Show me a phimosis. It's a condition. Oh, that's not it. It's a condition <laughs> of the uh, narrowing of the foreskin where the head of the penis cannot come out. I've never had a there it foreskin. Is. No, no, go to the... You had one. Somebody took it away from you. <laughs> uh, there you are. See that little tiny uh, sort of an anteater? Yeah. It can't... It won't come out. It won't come out. And it, uh, if, it, if they force it out, it will tear and rip and shrink down even more. So he needs a circumcision. That's mm -hmm. what you need. Uh, okay. Third ball. When I was around 9 or 10, I was trying to show off for a girl in my neighborhood I made a bike ramp. You know what's coming next. You know uh, those balls. Another phimosis. And not a phimosis. I'm 28 now, and since that day, I have a third mini ball. It's connected to the original two. So he has a what's called a spermatocele or a cystocele. It's a cyst in the testes. It's not a third ball. And those do happen from traumatic injury. Nice. Yeah, you're more you testosterone. Right. You can use this in your. Here's another. I'm, I'm going to give you a bunch of vocabulary today. <laughs> you ever heard of per pearly penile papules? No. Good. Do you want to make notes while we're? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does want to make notes. I can tell. <laughs> pearly. Uh, hi, Dr. Drew. I know I have pearly penile papules since puberty. There are small bumps underneath the head of my my Johnson. I definitely uh, noticeable to touch and sight. I've had a long-term partner who didn't mind, but recently being single, I'm worried about it. I'm not so confident. I've seen a doctor get it checked out. He said it's common with men who still need to peel their foreskin back. Huh. Well, they can be with anybody. But there isn't much in the way of treatment, correct? Uh, I've heard of PPP, pearly penile papules, of course, and what treatment sort of advice. There really isn't any treatment. I mean, they can kind of burn them off and stuff. They can try things like uh, Aldera cream that they do for warts, but I don't think it's going to work. They're not, they're not metabolically active enough. Let's look at pearly penile papules just so you get a sense what they are. Usually the stuff on the web is pretty dramatic. They, they can be very subtle, nothing much to them. But it's not contagious? No, nope, not contagious, just a normal thing. It's 
See that? Sort uh, of, yeah, nice, huh? Keep going. It looks <laughs> like going. sandpaper. Eh, a little bit. It's just clogged pores, essentially. Keep going down, 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 down. Uh, they're all showing them all around the head of the penis. There's some of them that can occur all along the shaft, even. Mm, you see it. It's just clogged pores. That's it. Hey, good times. Uh, quite normal. It's okay. Uh, oh, here's one more. Yo, Hitler. So the Hitler thing is greetings here at your mom's house. <laughs> Uh, I listen from New Zealand. I'm currently catching up on this podcast. Question is about my kid. He's eight, and the last year he developed a shit ton of warts on his belly. Now the general practitioner says they will go away in time. And if we try to burn them off, they'll just come back. Will they come back if we freeze them, or will they develop any sort of genital warts later on? Oh, my goodness. Um, they bother him a lot and get caught on stuff. Okay, so A, I'm not sure these are warts, because uh, the fact that he has a bunch of them that spread on his stomach, that in a child, that is usually something called molluscum contagiosum. Again, as we're talking dermatological stuff, Nadav, molluscum contagiosum, which actually is something that occurs in children and can disseminate all over the place. It's also a sexually transmitted disease. People will get it on their pubic area. And molluscum can look like warts, particularly in kids, and sometimes it isn't. If it is warts, you do want to control them. You do want to get them... Uh, there's a kid with molluscum. Uh, the little like wart-like things. See them over there? Hmm. So uh, it um, is something you want to control them if they are actually warts because warts will spread. They're created by viruses, and the more warts, the more virus, and the more spread. So I don't know. See a dermatologist. I don't like the way your doctor is quite treating that. Um, we have some voice messages. People send us messages. Here we go. Hey, Dr. Drew. Scurvy pussy here. I think I've got the herpes. Um, so did I... Did I get this from my ex-boyfriend or uh, that I had sex with a month ago? Or uh, did I get this from somebody else? I haven't had sex with anybody in almost a year besides my ex last month. <clears throat> yeah, so could you let me know? Thanks. And uh, I'm not coming up in May because I've got herpes. Thanks. Dear Scurvy Pussy. Um, so I don't, I don't know quite what she's talking about. She, she um, First of all, was she diagnosed by a physician or is she just assuming this what this is? So A, you need to make sure of the diagnosis. B, people sometimes miss the primary infection, and when they get recurrences, then they kind of go, oh, shit, I've got this thing. Um, that happens a lot, actually. Uh, but it sounds like you're having kind of an exuberant outbreak, but it's been weeks since the boyfriend, did she say? A few weeks? Uh, it, well, obviously, it has to be that boyfriend, unless it is something that you've had for a while just didn't know it. Um, you know, someone's going to have to look at this and tell you. You can kind of kind of tell the... These, the recurrences are sort of mild and they burn out with time and they get better and you can take a cyclovir and not infect anybody else and use a condom and really be pretty safe with it. So, you know, you don't worry so much about it, but it's not so much of a scurvy pussy. It's not a clogged pore. It's not a clogged pore either. Next voice message. Hey, what's up, you gassy Nazi? Uh, it's Tyler and I had a question that uh, Nadav or you could probably answer. Um it's regarding uh, prostate orgasm. Yeah, I haven't heard that much in this in the show. But um, how is it reached? Can every guy do it? Is there a special way? Keep them high and tight, and I'm coming up in May. Well, Hans seemed lit up by this topic. <laughs> You're into this, huh? Yeah, it seems like a fun thing to try. Well, uh Want me to call Jekka again? <laughs> sort of give her some advice. Uh, it is, you know, obviously your prostate has reached through your asshole, and it's uh, right in, if you're, if if somebody's bent over in front of me, it's down and, and forward. And uh, the idea, though, of a prostatic uh, orgasm essentially never happens. I mean, some guys are so turned on that that extra stimulation will do it, but that's really, really unusual. Most guys actually don't like it. <laughs> they, I mean, so the... No, I, it's funny, but I mean, all the you know the women's magazines are like, make sure you massage his prostate. Most guys, what the fuck? Like, get, get out of there. Yeah. Stop. We, we established that with my wife, too. No, right? Yeah. No. no brown it's picky. all about set and setting. Yes, that's right. And um, very funny. And and, um, and you can try it. I mean, good luck. Sounds like you're interested in it. And you can use, <laughs> you, people use vibrators and all kinds of things to try to get, and they, and they like it, some guys. But it doesn't really cause orgasm. It just intensifies it sometimes. And sometimes it makes things worse. That's good to know. I've just been coming the old-fashioned way this yeah. whole time. Your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Or using <laughs> devices or anything? Any? No, just the yeah, hand. Just the yeah, old-fashioned way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would love a tool, a toy. Who? I just, yeah, just haven't been, uh, had the 
you know like you have to make a decision to get one of those yeah and don't like spring all that on jacket just yet <laughs> you know what i'm saying just, yeah. just let, let things evolve okay another voicemail what's up dr drew and jew boys uh this is zach from ohio uh of course this is related to white but uh how come after a heavy night of drinking the next day uh if i were to have sex or making white it feels like the orgasm is like so much more intense than regular you know, it's almost like three strokes. Uh, you bet I'm coming up in May. Thanks. It's interesting to me how everyone has their little idiosyncratic relationship to sexual arousal and orgasm. Mm -hmm. Like even the four-stroke guy. That's not something I ever really heard about. This guy was on meth and said he'd come with four strokes, you know. <laughs> and the, yes, I've heard of being hypersexual on meth, but usually people go the other way. Same thing with alcohol. People usually go the other way. They get they, In the morning, they can't do anything because they poison themselves, essentially. <laughs> Uh, but some people, it's more. So to say why a given individual is having this experience, I, I really can't. So <laughs> so are you more or less after like after, after having, drinking? After drinking, having, I'm less. Less. Yeah, that would be sort of more normal. Right? Yeah. I mean, you you've drank a bunch of poison. I already you? feel good. I don't need a, a oh, woman you... to feel good. No, just kidding. I okay, do. you do. Yeah, Jacket, don't watch this. <laughs> he needs you. Uh, okay, so let's do one more voicemail. Hey, Dr. Drew, this is Tanner from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, have a question for you. I drink a lot. I, I, I drink somewhere between three quarters of a handle of vodka to, to a full one a night. Um, and I'm experiencing basically, I'm shitting blood a vast amount, a lot, a lot of blood. I, I went to wipe my ass. And I got blood on my hand. Is the alcohol connected? Maybe. I want you to tell me how. That's why I'm calling. We get, you know what a handle is? A handle of vodka? Yeah. You know what a handle is, right? Uh-huh. Those big gallon bottles with a handle on it. Right. He's drinking a bottle of that a night. <laughs> so uh, you were not going to live very long doing that, my friend. Uh, even under the best of circumstances, that, that in, ends up in brain damage and alcoholic liver disease. And nerve damage in your legs and hands and whatnot. And it's not great for your gastrointestinal system, as you're finding out. I don't know if that's bleeding hemorrhoids. I don't know if that's colitis. I don't know what it is. But uh, you need to go to the hospital right away. Uh, you can't stop. It's not like you know, like you have a bleeding from a cut and you put pressure on it. You can stop. When it's bleeding internally like that, who knows how much you're losing? Who knows how fast it's coming? Who knows what's going to happen next? It needs to be dealt with as an emergency and taken care of properly. Unfortunately, this uh, podcast is going to air in about six weeks. So, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what to do about that. Do we have any way of identifying these people that come in with their... Is there... I'm serious. Is there any way to identify some of these people? No. Should call Fantastic. Well, hopefully he's coming in three strokes. Yeah, he's like on that side. Maybe he's having a good morning. <laughs> you know what we should do, though, is make a, an announcement that if you're having a medical emergency... Yeah, but this guy doesn't think what he has is an emergency. He doesn't understand that it is. Yes, if you're in a medical emergency, do not leave a voice message. Call 911. Yeah, you have to put it That's on the recording great. system. That's great advice. And, 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 and let's remind ourselves... This show is education and entertainment is not, I'm not practicing medicine here. And by the way, things I say, medicine evolves all the time and things I say may change in months or years down the line. And then this thing will sit on the internet in the meantime. Oh, well, you said literally wrong you was. <laughs> yeah, that was then. Now it's, you know, maybe some, some well, different This is ideas. the closest I've been to a doctor in se seven years. So How old are you now? I'm 33. And what were you doing at 26? Uh, on my parents' insurance. Did you have some specific problem, or I have a herniated disc, and uh, I uh, I was actually uh, beat up by the police, and I had uh, what is that when your muscles break down and then your liver has to process it all and rhabdomyolysis? Rhabdom yeah, shit. Yeah, so I what was in the hospital. What were you doing? I was high on acid on the side of the highway, next to my car, and then the police found me, took me to a jail cell, and then tasered and pepper sprayed me for a while. Do you know while. what you were doing? Do you have any idea? I was just like... Wild. Uh, I was on acid, yeah. Were you swinging at people? No. I was handcuffed. So I, why they, did they have to taser you? They just wanted to get it out, I think. They were, they were get the a little acid abusive. Out of you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I had rhabdo, so that was the... The time I was so rhabdomyolysis is is the myoglobin and the muscles breaking down and massively entering your bloodstream and clogging your kidneys, 
And the problem is that put you on big IV fluids to push it through the kidneys so they don't go into real failure. Did yeah, you, did I you develop, pee a lot. Did you, right, they're pushing all that fluid in. Yeah. Did you develop any renal failure or no? No. So I guess the question would be, why aren't your parents killing themselves? <laughs> um, I guess they are like, well, he's American. He's not Korean. He's American. Oh, I see. We, he's not he's us. crazy, yeah. He's, we don't, he <laughs> we take born. no responsibility. No, I see. It's, I got it. He's and, pretty much white. And how do they... <laughs> it's, oof, not that. And, how, and how, do, how, does they, how do they explain your siblings then? They're just like, you know, he's the they, first, he's a they man. They clamped down on them maybe because yeah. after what happened to the American, they realized they had to keep the Korean influence going. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the white man at bay. What brought your, what brought your parents to this country? Education. Uh, my dad and mom had a graduate program or whatever mm. doctorate thing mm. at Rutgers. Mm. So they, uh, yeah, they came for that and then they had us there. So they were like, well, we can't go back now. These Google kids are American. And Google picked, picked them up or whatever. Yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, man. Only we'd gone home. I'm sure they think of that every day. I've <laughs> <laughs> only gone back to Seoul. Shit. Might have been a responsible citizen. So what about the drugs now? Are you still doing a lot of drugs? I do weed. Um, I do acid every now and then, mushroom every now and then, but nothing too regular. I like where I am now. Like, yeah, I think you got to be careful to... with acid, man. It, yeah. it injures people. Mm. I, I've just seen so much fucked up shit down the road from acid. Right. So, I mean, I'm not saying one time, but... Can you elaborate on that, Drew? Let's just say I took care of a group of people, several people, that were in a rock band that was known for doing a lot of acid. Um, not for long periods of time, by the way, for like a summer, essentially. Uh, and those people ended up in nursing homes. They, they, they had like... then this was years later, like 30 years later. Like couldn't manage the activities of daily living. Mm. And it's profound mood problems. And, I, and then I started seeing a lot of serious mood problems from people doing acid even a few years after they did it. So I, I just worry about that drug. That's all. Okay. I, I, mushrooms I don't worry about so much. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good to know. But I worry, worry, worry about, about acid, yeah. Well, yeah, that sounds like Ozzy Osbourne, except... Ozzy, though, uh, by his... Well, he did a lot of stuff. <laughs> and maybe that's it. Yeah. I think his, you know, his Parkinsonian stuff probably came from the amphetamines. Oh, and damn. so there was, is there is an amphetamine-induced Parkinsonism, and uh, that probably is what what happened there. And cocaine has known to have done it too. Uh, let's watch some clips, shall we? Okay. Let's watch some TikToks. I want to hear your thoughts. Oh, nice. When y'all eat tacos, do you tilt your head to the left or to the right? Neither. The thighs typically keep my head firmly in place. What? I didn't even understand. It was Tilt eating, your head, was I see. Okay, got it. Joke. Okay, got it. Eating taco. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's got beautiful blue eyes. Jekka must like uh, humor, right? Yeah. Jekka? Yeah. She likes humor? Uh-huh. She like Kill Tony? Yeah. Okay, good. What time where are you going to take her on Sunday? Uh, Probably a barbecue place or a taco place or maybe even a Korean place. Okay, whatever you do, don't go, what do you want to do? <laughs> Call her and go, here's where we're going. You're going to pick her up. You have a car? Mm-hmm. I'll pick you up at whatever time, and I'll take you home. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Writing it down? Yeah, okay. I got it in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could put it on your spreadsheet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. TikTok. Yeah, right up. Coming right up. Hi. Happy Monday. The Stanley Cup Finals start this week. My choice, Colorado. West Coast. So you know how it is. And I hate any team from Florida now. Have a good day, all. Bye. Weird. Guy looks like a Muppet. Doesn't he? Looks like <laughs> yeah. some sort of puppet. All right, another one. Ooh, Bobcat. Yeesh. What the hell? Oh, is he killing? It's, it's gotta be a, a pet. Caracal. And he's got a collar on it. And he's lounging with the other cat who's asleep, and I hope not dead, guys. You know, those I mean, are, anything's possible. Those are freaking dangerous cats. Uh, that's an African one, right? It's like a bobcat here, but African version. It looks overweight. I think it's like a pet. Uh, I'm sure it's a pet. It's got a collar on. Yeah. But they're still, I mean, they're wild. Anyway, okay, next. It's recommended in taking the urine therapy that you only drink your own urine. You don't take anybody else's unless it's somebody very, very sick. And then they would take the urine of a, a baby 
of their own sex. Okay. <laughs> you ever drink your own urine? Nope. Taste your own sperm? Not on purpose. Sort of with, you know. I like that answer. <laughs> Keep going. Ticks. Talks. So how do you learn light language? I'm going to share my most important tip on how to get started with light language. Uh -oh. First, it's important to note that light language is not something that you learn. It's not something that your intellectual mind can wrap its head around. It's something that is felt, experienced, a more of a re-remembering of an activation. Every human being has the ability to re-remember how to speak and channel light language. I feel like this is another talk that uh, Christina could do a side-by-side -side with while she's spitting out potato chips. <laughs> yeah, there's like three minutes left. No, on this one. no, I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Some people want to teach people things, but not really know what they're talking about. Uh, yes, that's absolutely true. There's a lot of that these days. Yeah. Right? I, I blame your generation. <laughs> right? And it's yeah. a, lo a lot of that. A lot of confidence, what, men and what women. What is that? It's just like a lack of ability to control any part of our economy. Oh, it's a, you know, but I think it's lack of engagement in anything, you know, so they're going to, they're going to teach you something that's delightful and they delights <laughs> them and I'm going to enlighten you with something that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so confident in how they feel. Like the way I feel is awesome. If only yeah. everyone could feel like this. <laughs> Jesus. Horrible or hilarious. Uh-oh. This is going to be horrible. There's no way this could be funny. It, well. Uh, oh. Oh. Head first. That was sort of funny. You okay. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. See? That was funny. As long as you don't hit your head. Yeah, I know. That's what the, that for me is like that's the that's the deciding you know, uh, sort of yeah. the line between funny and not funny. <laughs> and, and I think horrible. he caught himself like this. No, this is hysterical. It's good. It's good. I like this one. <laughs> Go, another one. All right, here's the last one. Last one. Uh-oh. Oh! What did he do? See that again. What happened? He just kicked the sign and that made him fall over? <laughs> yeah, he just kicked it like an idiot. That was hilarious. Yeah. Looks kind of European or something. Oh, he got his foot stuck. Uh -huh. He got his foot stuck in there and fell That down. garbage can kicks back. Yeah! You well, should recycle. That's right. That's what the message the can's giving him. <laughs> well, listen, my friend. I I enjoyed having you here. Thank you for thank you for having me. Thank you for talking to my wife and uh, helping build my joy with her. That was hilarious. And I'm glad. And I'm glad I could help out with Jacka. If you don't, you. if you don't follow through, I will genuinely be pissed. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll yeah. be, I'll be, unless she bails out or something. But if if you oversleep or something, I will be fucking humiliated and pissed. So I'm trusting you to to do. I, I, the, I have this mixed feelings, gentlemen, though, whenever I tell him to do something, I think, oh, shit, he might rebel against me. He's the anti-Korean. <laughs> it's like, shit, I can't ask him to do too much because then he'll do the opposite. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, when it comes to sex, I, I, I try to apply the proper technique. Good. Thank you. I, and I, I'm telling you that this is the technique. I can't guarantee that you will get laid on Sunday night, but I can guarantee it will set you up to be in pretty good position. Yeah. Right? That's all I can ask right. for. Why didn't you call her before? Why didn't you, or would you have? I Yeah. You uh, would have. Yeah. It's just like I've been sort of busy. Or did so. you think it was just you had to be cool and like hang back a little bit? <laughs> no. It's, it's just sort of like... Uh, so you're, your sort of window is three days. Yeah. You don't want to be too much before three days and you don't want to be after three days. Because after three days, then now they're pissed and they'll fuck you. <laughs> but then before, it's like, hey, he's a creep. He's, he's stalking me. Right. Three days, you're zone. We're right there with this. Yeah. You called on the right day, okay? Right. All right, good. So, Thank you. All right, you're quite welcome. And so, Hans, you can see, where do you want them to see you? Uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, DJ Hans Kim. What am I going to find on TikTok? A uh, bunch of videos that got blocked. Because why? Because, like, I say, like, I don't understand child molest. And then they're like, you shouldn't even talk about that. Just the word child molest. What else? Uh, I said, this is not an offensive show. We don't use words like retard or oh. that word. And Can I say that? I'd rather you not. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the, the N-word that comes no, flying out of your I've mouth? Never, oh, you have, even you yeah, have. Okay. I haven't said that on tape yet. Okay. <laughs> All right, my friend. Uh, I look forward to joining you guys. I really do. Yeah, please and, let uh, me know. And do come back sometime. I, I think uh, 
your stuff is great and funny and thank uh, you wish you the best I, your story is again a lot of kill tony guys stories are fascinating <laughs> it's not it's not the usual road to where yeah. you, what you're doing right now it's more and you, underground and you just no no it's just it's just um just different just different <laughs> roads to, to rock and roll not everyone you know studied it the way you did most people had some most people had some hint that there was a talent there before they got started. <laughs> like you had, you didn't know. Yeah. Right. I just took a chance. You just heard Joe Rogan say that you could be a, you could participate in meritocracy no matter who you are. And you thought, well, no matter who, that's me. <laughs> and then you went and did it. That's yeah. interesting. That is really interesting. So good for you. It is a meritocracy, right? Yes. All right. Anybody can do anything. Yeah. But you really have to work hard at it. Yeah. And what if you had failed? What if it hadn't, uh, uh, then I would have had a lot of good stories and, yeah, and you would have done something been else. happy. Okay, so the, again, so that's the point. You, if if you really don't have it, he's got it. If you don't have it, be honest with yourself and kind of move on. Yeah. But uh, give yourself enough time to to find out. Yeah. Uh, and then if you have ability, keep, just keep going. What the hell? Yeah. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Dr. Drew. Emails, voicemails, send them. We'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.